Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me in the co-host chair today, Thaddeus J. McKee. Slappy, pappy, wah, wah. And on the ones and twos, <laughs> the sauce boss of Indianapolis and the 2020 meat cake champion and the artist formerly known as the White Dragon. <laughs> Sorry. The, la- the, last, the last White Dragon. Correction, the last white dragon, Zach Roan. I want to make enough money that I could pay Tom Cruise to star in The Last White Dragon. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I need to get a Kickstarter for our, started for that one. I was trying to think of a good nickname for you, and the first thing that popped in my head was uh, The Last White Man. Oh, The Last... <laughs> I was like, The Last White... Well, because I was looking around the room today, and I was just like, man, you're, you're, uh, you're in the minority now. Yeah, no, I like, uh, I like that we switched it up, uh, you know. Chris King's gone now, so I guess we. Uh, Wait, uh, you were you've been pushing for that, so you could be the last white man, right? I thought it would be more fun being the only one, but it, you know, it's kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad when I found out that there's some date in the near future when uh, white people will actually become. The pop the population minority. Yeah, I think I think actually like like according to the 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 like the people being born now, those generations are majority like mixed basically. Yeah, and so then you know like you know any any like pure white or black would be. And I, I don't even know that anybody is pure white or black. Well, <laughs> Same for your podcast, you know Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> you did good with the nickname. I like it. And a very special guest with us. Joanna Madranda. Hey! What a wonderful phrase. What a wonderful <laughs> phrase. <laughs> uh, Detroit-based comedian. Is that is that correct? Yes. Nice. Nailed it. Detroit-based comedian. And, uh, man, you really just walked into the wackiest uh, Heart of Brunch situation, I think, to date. <laughs> because we didn't even do brunch. I would brunch. say the best. Oh, or the best. We didn't yeah. even do brunch at the house like we normally did. We did our first Heart of Brunch pop-up at Gomez. Shout out to Gomez Barbecue. Shout out. On the near east side for putting us on. Uh, it was great. And guys, please go check him out. He's going to be doing brunch type kind of stuff like this every every Sunday. He's going to be doing stuff. So go definitely go check him out and support him. But yeah, we did a pop-up today. Uh, me, uh, Zach Roan, and uh, Bridget Haran. And we did, um, I don't know. What? what about Smee? Uh, <laughs> Tad was there. <laughs> I don't remember you contributing a lot, but you did You did show up and eat. See, this is what happens with the host. See, this is what happens with the host. Like, I'll be, this is how they think of me probably for the Heart of Brunch. I'll be here. I'll come out of my room. I'll yeah. talk to the guest. And that's what I did. I was like, this is the same thing, except I have to drive. I'm driving <laughs> to a location, and I'm like, oh, I don't need to be back in the kitchen with them and cleaning dishes. Because surely right. they'll still notice that you're helping, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm helping yeah. by talking to the guest. Right. And, you did, yeah. And I did my part. Mm-hmm. Would, would you say that he created a welcoming situation? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He welcomed me to a chair or to a table that didn't have a chair for me. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. Now we're, getting, uh, now we're getting somewhere. That's where that four came from the comics card. I was like, I'm, I was getting a five out of five. You know what? Can I just say something about this? Yeah. This this was an awesome like little pop-up venue. Yeah. Like I was like, I didn't know what to expect, how many people yeah. were going to be there. It was packed. It was. Pretty much like the whole time. And I got to sit beside this guy who who listened to the podcast starting 
like during the pandemic. And he's like, he said he's caught up on all the, po- he's listened to every single one. Aww. So he started from the beginning and caught all the way up. Like, and like he knew all the people. He's like, he's like pointing them out. I'm like, oh, like there's Chris King. He's like, I've never seen Chris King in person. <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> so cool yeah it, that. it was so cool and like he was just talking to us like he's listened to he even transferred into drunk dials like i listen to all the podcasts like that's what i do and like he's like during the pandemic like what i just ended up writing a book like you guys i listened to you guys and wrote a book i'm like wait what so he wrote this <laughs> book called canary which is a um futuristic pandemic military corruption based novel and it, and it, and it looks amazing wow and so, yeah. like, like he is like a big fan of you. Did you take like? Did you? Do, can you pass on like the name of it of of the book? Yeah, it's Canary. Canary. All right. Yeah. No, you just said that. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love I love this producer. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, let me pull that up. Like, give me the name real quick. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's amazing. Um. Were we gonna were we gonna make a special phone call today, there, Zach? Well, that's actually what I was trying to work on while I was not oh, listening to that uh, story. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> let, me, let me stall to ask the name of a book. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say the title of the book is? Could you spell that for me very oh slowly? Yeah. You have a show. Well, but I guess by the time this will come out, the show will already been over. Right. But let me tell you, it was amazing. She did a great job. She killed it. <laughs> Jesus, find some wood and knock on it. <laughs> uh, let's hope so. Yeah, fingers crossed. But. Black circle. They. It's. She set the lawn on fire. Literally. Literally. Mm-hmm. I created a black circle in the lawn with fire. Do you get down? Do you get down here for for shows a lot? I feel like I saw I saw you was about a month ago. It was the first time. We met. We were on a show together. A couple months back, I would say, at this point. Yeah, Hannah, good friend of the pod, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Um, good friend of the scene. Uh, she had me come down and do a set for her Hannah and Friends show. So I'm very excited. And I'll be back again, uh, I believe, in October, somewhere around that time in the fall. Nice. I really like Indy. I like you guys. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. We're a, little, we're a little oasis in a sea of... Corn and racism. Yeah. <laughs> that you are. Come visit our that town. you are. Yeah, I actually had a show in Ohio right before this, the night before, and uh, it was awful. It was real bad. Yeah. Good old Clyde, Ohio. Clyde you just, Ohio. if you even have just a little bit of color in your skin, don't go there. Was it like the town from Get Out? Was it like that kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Oh. The vibe for sure. Soulless eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the one black dude didn't say any words except for, yes, uh, Master. So, yeah, it was bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> His eyes were just milked over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I should have left when I could. <laughs> That's crazy. I like to just clang pots together around black people in these towns just to make sure they're not, like, you know. Oh, man. That makes <laughs> me like. Because I grew up in, like, a white town. That makes me embarrassed. Like, I wonder how many people thought that was me. <laughs> Look at that. He's uh, he's in the sunken place right yeah, now. Yeah. He's in the sunken place. <laughs> See ya never. Uh, did you are you are you born and raised in Detroit? No, I uh, was born in Peru, South America. Moved to LA and then moved to Michigan when I was 4. So, I'm uh, also a suburban baby. I'm, I live in the suburbs. That's where I went to high school. And then yeah. I went to an even whiter area, Central Michigan University, Mount Pleasant. Uh, it sounds white. Ooh, so you were in the sunken place for a little bit. I was in the sunken place for a little bit. And then, uh, yeah. 
Well, a little bit of the sunken place. I was in the sunken place that had little pockets of like diversity and, you know, uh-huh. lots of fun and cheap drinks and card games and, you know, different languages and fried rice, you know? Oh, that's not the sunken place at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. It's an oasis inside of the sunken place. But yeah. I just keep finding accidental diversity. I don't mean to, but all of a sudden I got yeah. a black roommate and an Asian best friend. Amazing. Whatever the hell Jack is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like a Tunisian knife fighter. If there ever was a token what? white guy, it's Zach. <laughs> what? I just said, he could be, you know, Eastern European. He could be something weird. You don't know. You never know with Zach. If Zach told me he wasn't white today, I, tomorrow, I, I, I'd, I'd have to believe him. Yeah, of course. I'm working on a press release. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I've been lying to you guys the whole time. That would be an amazing uh, controversy. For Harder Brunch? For Harder absolutely. Brunch, absolutely. Look, if you came out as not black? No, yeah. if he no, if he came out as as not white. Right. Well, it'd be right after he said the N-word, too. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, you have to. That's your move. I've been, sl- I've been slow playing this. For- <laughs> you got a Rachel Dolls of that stuff. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, can you look up real quick how many times Rachel Dolls used the N-word real quick for us? Do you think they have that like as a quick fact? On your- I mean, let's, let's see what happens when I search it, though. Yeah. Check Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Black Twitter, maybe. She did a lot. She did a lot for the movement. <laughs> she helped a lot. She could have just been the coolest white lady ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all she had to do was not fake the funk. But I, 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 I still say, in 50 years, people will be transracial. I think it'll just be like, well, I kind of feel like this. Mm. I kind of grew, you know, yeah. like it'll be because then you're like, well, I can't really. Who was it? Somebody's. Um, Somebody famous his wife is like Alec, Alec Baldwin's new wife. Like people are like trying to call her out for being like we're like we're not even sure if you're because she, she, can you look up Alex Baldwin's wife before I'm just talking my ass here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like how we're like like exposing these people. Like there was like an underground railroad of trans yeah. like racial people, and now, now we're just outing them all hey, of a sudden. Rachel does want to be a part of She that. might be a pioneer. In 50 years, <laughs> history may look back right. on her totally different. Exactly. But uh, no, like his, I guess his wife uh, has this accent that comes in and out, which is interesting, which is, you know, feasible, I guess. But then like she says, is she white? She, what what, what do we got there? I guess we're not sure. What do we got there, Zach? Pulled up on the screen. Zach's pulling it up on the screen. See, like most podcasts, this would uh, all all been ready uh, before, before the show. Yeah. What Zach likes to do is he likes to make it part of like a interpretive dance. (laughs) Yeah. If things were already set up, the podcast would be called Easy Brunch, and it's called Harder Brunch. Trust me, trust me. This is the hardest brunch. Have some respect. So, so your your TV doesn't work right now, and two, solid. uh, We're not going to be able to do the the calling bit until the second half. Okay, we're fine. Can you uh, just look on your computer? Do you? Oh oh my god, we're falling apart here. Lights are turning on and off. Nope. This is like a real. Haunted house I'm gonna situation. Go ahead and sip my margarita. <laughs> yeah, I just, we wanted to roll out the red carpet for you and let you know that <laughs> real top notch. We're not a shit show at all. No. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> this is a real time. Okay, here here she is though. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know. Can you can you what's her name? Okay. Can you get some more information besides a, a, a picture? Well, that's what you asked for first. So she so. looks like a white. Accent is she popping in and out of? I believe it's some sort of uh, Latina accent. 
I want to say Argentina, maybe. That's weird. But like, there's been some sort of question about how long she grew up there, and it, I feel like that has been in flux, and then her accents in flux, and it was like she was pretending not pretending. She's not Argentinian though. She's a white lady who <laughs> grew up in Argentina. We're not sure. Here's okay, the thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm nobody, really trying to... nobody is a hundred percent sure. Okay. The story seems to be in flux. Is where Got we're at. So the story seems to be in flux. Okay, she has okay, an accent okay. that kind of comes and goes. She does a lot yeah. of well, you, you know, like uh, people English as a second language. They'll right. be like, "How do you say what is?" It? And she'll yeah, she'll yeah, yeah. do that a lot. And then, and then, the, like the story came out that she's been in the U.S. since she was like four, and it's like I think you probably should have picked it all up by then, you know, like since I've, four yeah, years old. Yeah, that's I've been in speaking English since I was four, you know, like and listen to me, I sound yeah like a Midwestern gal, you know, yeah. blue ribbon schools over There's here. There's not even a hint of an accent. No, not even a little bit. And so she speaks with an accent, is what we're saying, like a like a phantom accent that comes and goes. I mean, she was hot enough to get away with it. That's number one. Uh, New York University. Well, okay, okay. Well, Massachusetts is like the South America of, uh, of America. That's what I say. I've always said that. So Her mother, uh, yeah. So, but she definitely has that, like, vaguely... Um, Hilaria. Yeah. I wonder if that's how she says her name. <laughs> I'm sure she does, but name's Hilaria. Hilaria. Uh, How do you say? Oh, uh, can we click on face allegations that she faked a Spanish accent? There. Okay, there we go. Oh, it's at the top. Yeah, it's at the top. Oh, you fucked it all up. Um, if you're gonna be called out for something, I think having a fake Spanish accent is one of my favorite yeah. things. Go all the way up. It was in, like the so top too. paragraph. Like Disney just drops her. Yeah, the top right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which in was, December 2020, she faced allegations that she faked her Spanish accent and misled people about her ethnicity. Hmm. Is it? Can you click on that blue at the top where it says "face allegations"? I didn't know if that was like a link to the story. Maybe. What yeah. a dumbass! I mean, I mean, but like, listen, like, what if you don't want to talk to people? Well, <laughs> that and it is true. You know, like if your entire family speaks that way, maybe mm. you like carry that accent yeah. with you, like a nature versus nurture bullshit. But well, that's what I'm saying. And, and uh, I don't know. who's uh, Sean, Sean King, Sean, Sean King. Yes. Yeah. Sean yes, King yes. is another words. Like what the, the reason I was saying this, it was like, it's half tongue in cheek, but it is kind of what I meant to say is like a lot of, um, interracial and inter, um, ethnic, um, relationships and children, so it's like you are going to be have kids that are like, well, my dad's this, my mom's this. I grew up here. Yeah. Some of my time was spent here. So you might have kind of a weird identity sometimes. And then also oh, it's sure. just like, who wants to be the asshole calling somebody out? And like be like, I don't think you're from there. Unless yeah. you really think someone's suspect. And then it's like, I don't think you're from there. <laughs> so you're saying right. going on in the future, there's going to be like this like pick and choose menu for some kids. Like and they're, they get to pick, you know, what, what ethnic background they want to lean towards. I mean, it's, it's honestly been a thing with um, with just, like, uh, black and white biracial people for the longest time. It's, like, some people feel, you know, they're biracial. They might be more light-skinned. They might feel more comfortable, like, identifying as white or maybe not as black. Man. And then there's some people, like, would be the exact opposite. And it's like, no, I'm black. Like, 
Yeah. So for a while, for sure. I I could have literally identified as white if I wanted to. I don't think you could have. No, with, I think with white <laughs> parents. <laughs> I think you're. Uh, I don't. I don't think you'd be passing even with the blonde. He's the like, blonde hair. But listen, guys, I I feel white. <laughs> like right now, like hear I'm, him out. Hear him out. <laughs> I'm list. I'm I'm literally bailing hail right now. Yeah. Okay. Trans white. For money and <laughs> I, I yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It'd be weird. It'd be weird. I think I think here's the you gotta do like uh would the cops whip your ass test. You know what I'm saying? Like what do they think? I'm gonna go with what, yes. What do the cops feel about you? What do they I didn't know I was black till I was twenty, a police officer told me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Oh all right. I, yeah, it is true. That the tone, I'm like, yeah. like, like Dad, why don't they talk to you this way? <laughs> <laughs> like the, the decibels right. are like, it's like, do they think I can't hear? Like, why are they yelling? Like, do I look deaf? Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> Where are the good brunch spots in Detroit? <laughs> it's not really oh, good. We're switching it up. <laughs> not- we're going from racism to mimosas. I love it. <laughs> Keeping me on my toes here, people. And now for the next course. <laughs> I was res- ready we're- to dive into uh, fucking Thad's trans whiteness. We like to we like to give everyone a mouge bouge of uh, racial identity politics, and then. Quick to the best brunch <laughs> I mean, food and racism. I live for both. So, uh, the fly trap yeah. in Ferndale. It's actually so Ferndale. Bring it it's, up. it's hard because Ferndale is at Eight Mile and Woodward, which is right on the border of technically Detroit and and this city called Ferndale. But a lot of people are like, no, Ferndale is also a little part of Detroit. Like mm. you go all the way downward and you end up there. For me, I think Detroit stops at the end of Ferndale. If you get into Royal Oak, that's bougie. Then you go down to like Clawson, Berkeley, Birmingham. You can only imagine those fucking white ass names of those mm-hmm. cities. It gets real bad. But uh, Ferndale, I, I would say, is like the boys' town okay. of like Detroit. So anyway, that's where I live. Is so, it gay? Because it's gay. Okay. Like, as fuck. It's gay AF. Yeah, yeah. Like, butt sex and shit. <laughs> yeah. Brunch and butt sex. Well, you were like, you, were like, you wanted to say gay, like, because it's gay. You were like, yeah. it's, it's like Boys Town. And I'm like, in what ways? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Well, it's very clean. In like a flick of the wrist okay. kind of way. Right. Um, but yeah, the fly trap is what it's called. And it's right off Woodward Avenue. And it's just chef's kiss amazing they make house like in-house salsas that they put out on every table um their aiolis just every and i'm a sauce i'm a condiment whore so it's like Mm. if you make it in-house and fresh every day i'm like dipping everything in it uh shoestring fries served like starting with breakfast up until like their brunch they close early so if anyone's ever in michigan get there early they're always a line out the door so fucking good this woman owns it she started it years back it's been so successful she's so successful successful to the point where right now she can just close at a dime and it's just like it doesn't matter she oh, wow. like, doesn't even like lose any fucking money and yeah. they wrote it out through last year they wrote it out through last year and i mean yeah independently owned you know local great ingredients pretty sure they i i want to assume it's farm to table or at least some sort of organic or something but it's always fresh. It's always fucking good. I think they do daily, daily stuff. So, nice. yeah, great place. The fly trap, everyone. That's so, my favorite brunch, brunch place for sure. Well, we're definitely going to go there when we uh, come to visit. Um, what did you think of our yes, boys please. town? I thought it was great. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, I could see it being uh, very fun. 
once everyone gets vaccinated. Yeah, Mass Ave. Uh, we went to Mass Ave. Um, first, we stopped at the Liberty Street, the old the old spot. Nice. We had some mac and cheese. Great. Oh, you guys just st- hit a full stop and ate. Yeah. Yeah. We each had a bowl of mac and cheese and some good beer and had a fantastic time. And then we went to... The heart of Mass Ave. Yeah. Mass Ave Pub. Mm-hmm. It is the heart now. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be what? Well, McNiven's was always... Uh, it was like a couple, and uh, the, uh, the the husband, Stu, owned McNiven's. He's a Scottish man. Okay. And <laughs> it was a Scottish bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, his wife owns Mass Ave Pub, and they were, like, on the opposite sides of Mass Ave, and they keep their businesses completely, like, separate. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I kind of love that about them. I thought husband stew was, like, a dish for a second. That's what <laughs> I thought, too. <laughs> husband <laughs> stew. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I'll have some husband stew for two. <laughs> Next time on Harder Brunch. <laughs> husband stew for two. <laughs> it's heavy on the passive aggressiveness. <laughs> well, he's Scottish. It's aggressive aggressiveness. You just get True. mansplained what it True. is the whole time. What's in this husband stew? The guy comes out from the kitchen. All right, what do we got in the husband stew today? <laughs> the uh, man, I have like like non flashbacks of getting yelled at by that Scottish man. He would stop a Friday Sounds service. Terrifying. He would stop a Friday service dead in his tracks because somebody threw a, a pack of crackers away from a yeah. table, and he could call everybody in and be like, "What's this? What's this? I can't do a Scottish accent or what?" Right. But it's just like we all had to stare at the crackers and be like, "Is yeah. it? Is it the crack?" Like I have tables that need stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, you don't throw these crackers away." And like yeah. man, you can't, you can't, you can't do that to Gen Z. You can't scream at Gen Z like that. We were the last generation uh, that kind of took it, you know. Gen Z would be walked the fuck out. Well, I don't think Gen Z would throw away the crackers. Uh, oh, wow, wow. Good freaking point. Wow. Just saying. Wow. I'm siding with husbands, too. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I'm calling Gen Z a bunch of pussy-ass pansies is what I'm doing. Are you saying recycling is pansies? <laughs> is this what we're Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. I just asked you 20 minutes ago if you recycled. You said no. That means you're a tough man. Hey! hey. I've never been complimented so much <laughs> just by... Just a tough white man. <laughs> literally is cool, ladies and gentlemen. And I feel like my uh, <laughs> testosterone just went up by littering. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I don't know. I do think I do think uh, recycling in Indianapolis is a scam, but that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast, um, for sure. <laughs> that's basically. Wait, I'm so curious. Like, like you can't just say that. <laughs> like, 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 one, fuck Indianapolis for this thing right here, and moving on. It's a scam? Like, are you saying it's really just still going into the oceans? Yeah, they just did. No, yeah. they, do, they do put a thing where it's just like, uh, all of our trash is separated. And recycled either way. Yeah. But if you recycle, you hear, like like other states, it's, hey, please recycle. It's an important thing to do. Indianapolis is like, if you'd like to recycle, why don't you pay us some money for that? For the privilege of recycling. Where And it's and I've also, I've heard that not 100% of what you recycle gets recycled the way you would think it is. So it's like, basically, you're paying money to feel better All right. about something that's actually already being done by just throwing it in mm. the trash. And would you like a harder brunch, Mr. Rogers type thing where we like follow it to each station? <laughs> yes. I'm going to lock myself in a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mr. Rogers ever did exposés. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a different show. Oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers didn't do a lot of gotcha journalism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he showed you how it was made. 
Ebony was like, gotcha, yeah. you fucking bitch. That's not the same show. I knew this bitch wasn't using her imagination. <laughs> that wasn't his catchphrase, gotcha, you fucking bitch. <laughs> this might have been a different Mr. Rogers. Yeah, he yeah. did have that weird To Catch a Predator spinoff. Yeah. He said, right. Did you uh, send the text about these pizzas? Right. And the naked pictures? Right. <laughs> and like, it turned out to be like Muppets. Like, like why, why are we catching Muppets? <laughs> To catch a Muppet. Um, <laughs> to catch a Muppet? <laughs> what was it? Let me be your neighbor? Can I be your neighbor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck's my neighbor? There you go. There oh, you go. I did, uh, did want to make a clarification. Uh, a clarification. Um, one of our fans brought this to uh, my attention. I guess it's actually time for a shame, shame, know your name, actually. Do we have the... Ooh. Do we have that... Oh, that's, that's uh, Jeez. Uh, producer is great. I love it. I feel like it just goes on for a little while. Yeah. Well, also, shame on you for hitting the wrong button. For, <laughs> for shaming anyone. Uh, but this is going to be the first self shame. Oh, uh, the first self shame on Heart of Brunch. <laughs> okay, if if any uh, pants come unbuckled, <laughs> I'm leaving this room. <laughs> it's gonna be the first self self cucking on Heart of Brunch. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> I really yes. didn't think it was gonna get worse than the beginning here. But hey, no. Um, it was brought to my attention by a viewer that both on uh, on my Twitter. And on the official at Harder Brunch Twitter, um, we've been soliciting people for the, for the past five months to go to uh, pat Patreon dot <laughs> com. Patreon. It was uh, or Patreon. Maybe it was Patreon. It was definitely not Patreon dot com backslash Harder Brunches where you want to go <laughs> if you want to support the show. So because of a clinical error on both of those, uh, maybe some people that wanted to support the show have not been able to. Did you just work a commercial into your sh- self-shame? That is shameless. <laughs> That's is how what that, that is. is. Shameless. Oh my I'm the goddamn best, Zach. <laughs> I'm the best. I thought it was smooth. Um, that bell should have been ringing again. Like. <laughs> <laughs> a full circle shame. <laughs> um, but yeah. So wait, how are you guys spelling it? Incorrectly, I don't okay. know. I'm still not 100 percent sure. sure how to spell it, but I know it's Patreon. It's P A T R E O N Patreon. And um, it 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 had when I upon uh, for a further look, it had the full HTTP in front of it, which if you spell it right, it should not have any of that. Right. Okay. But well. you live and you learn. And also, we got a new Patreon member out of that. So shout out, nice lawyer Mike. Mikey, lawyer Mikey, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, and while we're shouting out our members, I just wanted to humble brag that I knew a lawyer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to shout out the author um, that that we met. His name is John. I don't know his last name, but uh, go buy John's book, everybody, and then we want to hear what you think about John's book, Canary. Canary. Did you have a name for that book, or? Yeah, uh, his name is John, and you could uh, go find it up your ass. Um, let's see it. Let's see if we can work. We'll find out a link, and then we'll throw it up on our Twitter. 
Yeah. What if this is just like a bad book though? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, like we like we had a great conversation. You talked to it him, right? It was great. Yeah. He was a nice dude, but like, like now I gotta really like back up a little bit. Uh, and like, what if this has a ton of racism in it? It's like, like just mind comp for twenty twenty one, right? And I'm not <laughs> saying that's his book. Yeah. I think we should all read it and find out. Okay. Um, and like, because you know, well, he did say he was inspired by the Harder British podcast, so maybe we should definitely find out. What yeah, that's that kind of a. Exactly. <laughs> He's like the dragon's my favorite. I like the dragon part of the Harder Brunch. Like when all the white dragons were in charge, that was those were better days. Why did they get ahead of the? Why did they get rid of their head one? Chris King. Set, all hail set Chris. in a space where none of the technology works. But he did act pretty excited to see Chris. And I was like telling Chris, like, like, oh, like, like he was like excited to see you, like he, like he's never seen you before. And then, like, as he's leaving, I'm like, oh, he's probably gonna say something to you. And they just like walked out, and like Chris is kind of like waiting for like a hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. wait, wait, he's like Chris King was standing there like a horse's ass, waiting, <laughs> waiting to sign an autograph. Yeah, he was getting his pen out, and I'm like, all right, I don't know if it's that big, Chris. <laughs> getting his pen out. <laughs> His wife was there. He's like, honey, like you know, I, I do big things like with harder brunch. I would have bought people's breakfast if they went up and asked him for autographs, like sincerely. Just, oh. It would have been so funny. Oh man, I, I know he's gonna listen to that, but that would be a great like spoof for Chris, like just to make him think he's super famous for one day from harder brunch. Like there's like signs of people like outside our window, like hey, like uh, what? Where's bring Chris back? Like we just need to make pickup signs. People going up saying they're like their favorite Chris King isms. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be perfect. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Chris King has no fans. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> We're gonna enjoy the shit out of this song without you. Don't have your headphones on. Sit. Sun. I'll be sitting in the evening comes Watching the ships rolling in Then I'll watch them roll away again I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay mm. Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time. I left my home in Georgia and I headed for the Frisco. Did you ever watch the sketch comedy show The State? Do you remember that? No. The State was a sketch comedy show in the late 90s on MTV. Okay. And it was like half of the people that were from the state uh, went on to do like Reno 911. Okay. And then the other half went to do like Stella. So it was like Michael Ian Black and like right. all those cats and like a lot of them from like Wet Hot American Summer. Right, right. But I just remember they had this one sketch where it was like sounds of this. It was supposed to be a collect. Like remember they would do those like collections of like like a CD collection mm-hmm. that you could buy and you would like it was like an infomercial like late at night. Yeah, yeah. And it was like sounds of the seventies. It was like yeah. we we got songs like <laughs> and they must have just paid enough or whatever to to get that song and uh-huh. so it was like we've got songs like sitting on the, and it would start playing it and they're like and many more <laughs> like 
sitting on the dock of the bay. And it was like the only song. <laughs> like the whole bit was like the whole collection was just the one song. <laughs> Every time I hear that song now, I think about that. Yes. Welcome back to the After Brunch. Sorry, we, that we, we were a little loosey-goosey at the beginning. I think doing this pop-up, um, it was an away game. And then coming back to game. the studio, yeah, yeah. the energy was a, little, was a little frantic. But I think we've refocused. We solved some mysteries on the break yep. and uh, got some margaritas. Sure did. Um, are we good to do the next segment, Zach? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to know that name of the book? Yeah. <laughs> Is that something you want to know? Yeah, no, actually give it like five. I'm still waiting for him to respond back. Okay. Canary. Ooh. Mm. A lot quicker than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Inspired by the movie Sapphire. <laughs> the book Sapphire. <laughs> Put, was it pushed by Sapphire? Ah, I messed it up. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> Next Oops. song. Um, the beginning song reminded me. Did you ever see the movie uh, Weekend at Bernie's Part 2? I don't think I watched Part 2, but I watched the first one. Okay. Part 2 gets... Uh, even better? Even better, because okay. they, they bring the occult into it. So Bernie supposedly knew the um, location of some hidden treasure. And so these two Caribbean uh, guys kidnap kidnap his body and take him to a witch doctor. And they (laughs) they put a spell on him where he will, anytime music's playing, his body will reanimate and dance towards the treasure. (laughs) (laughs) This is a plot of an actual movie that was made. Yeah. And then, and then the yeah. two jamokes from the first movie—they're trying to—they're trying to scandal something else. Yeah. But then they—they're just. What did fa- you call them? Jamokes. I uh, love yeah. that. And uh, <laughs> so, so the whole gag for the movie is that anytime they're like they're on this Caribbean island, and so anytime there's like steel drums playing, Bernie starts getting up and starts dancing towards the treasure, and yeah. then all the hot ladies think he's so great. You know, it's like this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're such a good dancer, and then you know. Terrible things happen to his body. Oh my god! But every time I hear a still drum, now I think about weekend. Weekend of Bernie's part two. <laughs> I think of Haiti. I think of the Voodoo Doctors. <laughs> but thanks for bringing that up. Do you? Oh, uh, do you, can you play the steel drums? I mean, you know. That's probably the most racist question <laughs> I've ever got. I feel like uh, every Haitian gets a steel drum, give it to them, and burn. <laughs> <laughs> But wait a second. Here, here's your. Uh, can you play the guitar? That's your uh, white identity. Uh, you know, oh, oh, the guitar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, we we learned in when we were four in the house. Have you ever seen Everybody somebody play plays guitar? Right. No, no. This is just me. You've hmm. ever seen just somebody you, play the guitar? Oh yeah. It's pretty amazing. Do you wait? Do you, do you, are you a big fan, Zach, of the guitar? I feel like I'm enough of a fan. I've loved it every single time I've seen it. Do you play it? No, I don't play it. Well, uh, we know what his gift for next year is because um, our birthdays are pretty close together. Does anybody? Do you play any music? Guitar instruments? lessons. I wish I did. No, I really. I wish I knew how to play the banjo. Uh, Real bad. I feel like spoons are a good gateway. I feel like so, I, I feel like I can pick I up spoons like, in a long weekend. Yeah, I could. I can. I can kind of play the spoons. My mom plays the spoons and she plays the cajon. 
Yeah. It's, it's a is a wooden box with a we hole have in one. it. You do? Yeah. Or he has one. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Look but at you. He got, your cultured his, ass. he got it with his steel drums on the same day. Yeah. Figures well, much. Can I can I get something wood? <laughs> I don't like the feel of steel. I need to uh, balance this out. I'm not sure if I can commit. So can you play the cajon? Oh, I can't. No, my mom is like really fucking good at it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. We'll get your mom up here next time. She's much cooler and hotter, and she has like a nice thick accent. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Her name's Mariela. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, she's amazing. She's very funny. I felt like you're like trying to sell me on your mom. <laughs> come be my stepdaddy, Dad. All right. Come on now. <laughs> This podcast took a turn. Yeah, you guys gonna get engaged, but hey. Well, just saying. Happy pop up day. Oh my <laughs> happy, happy pop up day, guys. Let's get a cheers in here for that. Happy pop up day. Salute. What a success, you guys. Honestly, I want to talk a little bit more about the pop the pop up if you guys don't mind. Please do. Ew, dude, the biscuits and gravy changed my fucking life. So fucking good. Thank you. Yeah, and oh. I live in a city where biscuits and gravy is done right. And yours was, like, very good. Right up there with my Detroit natives being real nasty, putting bacon grease in it and shit. Did you use the, the like, grease from the chorizo to put back into the gravy, or how do you do it? Yeah, how do you do it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have this... Um we have this kind of uh, high-end butcher shop called Smoking Goose. It's the hat that I'm wearing. Nice. Um, or it's called Goose the Market, and then their wholesale is called Smoking Goose. And um, when I was in culinary school, I also was, my friends opened up a brewery mm-hmm. around the same time, and I was working front of the house. Okay. And I asked if I could start doing a brunch there, and they were not into it at all. They were like, um, I guess you can do a brunch, but like, we don't really want to mess with it. And we don't want to buy anything really special for it. So, like. So, pretty much no. It was, it, it was, it was a no with a yesy aftertaste. It was, it was, no, it was, it. it was a yes, but like, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. So, what yeah. I started to do to test it was I made chorizo, biscuits, and gravy. Okay. And then um, I think I had plantains the first time and just did fr- some fried plantains. You did. As a side. Uh- and in Irvington at the time, this was like 2012, there wasn't anything like that going on. And there was probably not much like that going on in the city, to tell you the truth. Right. But like, so, but like maybe four people came and ate it. Okay. Like it was not like a big, like a, like out the gate, a big hit, but the yeah, people yeah. that came and ate it liked it. Yeah. And, but Those I was like, we had the luckiest people on the planet. We had this yeah. very popular pizza joint, Giacomo Pizza. Next door, and I, every Sunday I would see people go by, and I was like, "People are hungry. There's people out here on a yeah. Sunday. Like, we just need to figure out a way to like get them in here." And so, yeah. like, I just kept doing it, and it was like every week they were going to shut me down, and I was like, "Just give me one more week." But that four turned into eight, and eight turned into sixteen. I love it. But we only did one item. We would do like one where I would do like something like chorizo biscuits and gravy, and then I do like a, a vegetarian option. Okay. But that was it. It was take it or leave it. We even have coffee. Like literally, it was BYO coffee to a brunch spot, and then mm-hmm. and they didn't have like the kitchen wasn't a real kitchen; it was like a broom closet. So like okay. like I one of my first days there, like we were poaching eggs in the back, like on this uh, like a burner that they would use for like a crawfish boil. Like they had it in the brewery. Oh, we had yeah. it out. Like I saw him like 
poaching eggs in the brew room and then like taking them into the kitchen and plating. That's really impressive. Um, it was a mess, it's but very hard to poach an egg. I uh, but I, I I gained fans just from the neighborhood because this was all in the Irvington where I live. Right, right. And so I, I gained like brunch fans just from doing that. And then right before I left to do my food truck, like Indianapolis Monthly called us literally like the number three brunch spot in the city. And it was like Milk Tooth, which is like nationally known. Yeah. And then there was like another one. And then it was like Black Acre. And I'm like, we do one thing. We don't even yeah. serve coffee. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. Dude. That's awesome. That is seriously amazing. So, yeah, I used to, like, legitimately have some street cred in the brunch game. And, like, yeah. so the podcast kind of came off of that. So there is a lot of people here that really, they really dig those. I mean, I noticed that when I walked in and it was fucking full. And, like, I got there, I mean, I'm awful and slept in. But, you know, I got there at a time where I knew it was going to be kind of popping off. But mm -hmm. I, like, showed up late. So I was like, nah, maybe it'll be, like, trink you know, people will be, like, trinkling out. But, yeah. no, it was it was full. I thought you were just cool girling us. I was like, yeah, she's just coming in fashionably late. No, she's I... rolling in. I don't know what happened, man. I think it was a little... Gin and gin and juice that Pat made me last night as a nightcap. I, okay, I don't like that advertisement at all. Wow. Hey, yeah. hey, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this is Thaddeus Sherry. Yeah. I just want to make a public yeah. service announcement that the gin and juice was kosher. Um, I didn't do anything to it. I never have done anything to it. Yes, I did watch. Never mind. You, you never had a sleepy thad before? Okay. <laughs> Sleepy Woo. Woo! That's how you started fucking my mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Oh. This is real funny. Um, I feel comfortable. How do I crab walk out of this soup? <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you don't. Um, this, here's the thing. I think, it's boy, it. I think it was Boys Town what got you. Sure, blame the gays. <laughs> oh, okay. This guys, is it hot in here? Is it? You are right. I did have a very strong IPA. What was the name of it again? It was an. In, it's a made here. It indie. was called Liftoff. It was called mm, Liftoff from Bloomington. No, that's uh, what? No. I thought that was uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's Daredevil from Speedway. Bloomington. Mm. Speedway. Spe Speedway. <laughs> Liftoff. Liftoff strong. Liftoff. Was yeah, good. it was strong. It was. Uh, it was great, and uh, I don't know. I just was very tired this morning. Yeah. It had nothing to do with you guys. I, I woke got up a, at like 8.30. I got, was a, like I got a text sleep. message from Hannah, and it said uh, it was right at the beginning of when the pop-up started, and it was just like, what time are you guys going to be podcasting later? And I was like, why is Hannah worried about what time we're podcasting later? And I was just like, well, you know, just just about to start the pop-up now, and we'll probably do it right after. She was like, oh, I just... Wasn't sure if I was supposed to wake anybody up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, she's fine. <laughs> Let her sleep. Let her Let sleep. Her sleep. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I Yeah, I don't know. I got the vibe that it was, like, chill, you know, and I could just, like, show up whenever. No, it definitely was. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and people were showing up late, too, which I yeah. thought that was really cool. Oh, that my God. amazing. People There's a face on the screen. What is this? We have visual technology? I didn't, on you, a podcast. Can you wow. hear us? Wow. Yes, I can hear you. Oh my God! So uh, uh, this is Chris King, the uh, famous, infamous Chris King. We were talking about Chris. I heard, I heard there was uh, the the Chris maniacs were out in full effect at the pop up trying to get your autograph today. Pat, what? Pat said that, and then he was going to introduce me, and they said, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Hey Chris, um, that, that was that was, that was, that, was, that was really good. Unfortunately, unfortunately, our producer has somehow gotten worse since 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 last you were here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna have to let you go, Chris. You're uh, breaking up on your end, so. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, I can't get the uh, audio to come oh, hey, into the soundboard. Turn on this. It's the USB. Yeah. No, no, it's the Bluetooth. Oh. No, oh. Well, that's why we're hooked up. This is a terrible conversation to be having on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you in the second half. <laughs> My bad. I, I didn't mean to touch a board. <laughs> I reached over and I touched his board, and I, I realized, like, no matter. How bad the producer is failing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't touch his board. Yeah. You just don't do it. It really is yeah. demasculating. You know, you, yeah. You don't touch his you board. You don't touch a black man's radio. <laughs> and you don't touch a white man's board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd like to apologize to the audience. Uh, this is definitely all my fault. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Look at that! Are yeah. you taking Are you taking blame for the entire episode? I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> From the very beginning, yeah, it? yeah, and, and maybe for last week's uh, post episode too. <laughs> yep, that was that was my bad. That was my bad. Well, uh, and maybe for slavery. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. I've made a series of mistakes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I really don't see that changing anytime soon. So. I said my bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, God. I'm going to make a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. All right, already. What if that's all reparations where the president just came out and goes, uh, our bad. I'd be like, what about Christopher Columbus Day? Right. Oh, that that's still going. Still happening. Um, well, so are we just abandoning that bit altogether? I think we're going to have to try to figure it out and maybe do it on the post. Or okay. The, uh, the after branch. Ooh, that's well, a good way to get people on the post. Yeah, yeah. Guys, if you'd like that's to know what's happening behind the paywall. www.patreon.com. Patreon. Backslash Harder Brunch. And when you get there, just Google Patreon.com. Yes. That's where you're supposed to go. Uh, was it just me, or did it look like Chris was on the set of Forty Year Old Virgin? <laughs> well, <laughs> that is great. Please elaborate what you saw. Please elaborate what I saw. You saw that was perfect. That was worth calling it. It, it was a successful bit yeah, right there. I mean, that's just exactly what it was. What did you see? It, what did you it, see on uh, that screen? Fucking, uh, what do you call those things? Action figures. I don't want to hurt any nerds' feelings. <laughs> Toys? I was gonna say like figurines, but that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about his beanie babies or the? I'm talking about heads? the uh, action dolls. Action dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that proper? Yeah. yeah he was he was dead. calling he, you from the dollhouse. Yeah, <laughs> from prefer, the dollhouse. He, he prefers action dolls. They uh, were shelves and shelves and shelves of them. Yeah. And then I think they were all over the windowsill. Yeah. And uh, it honestly did look like the set. The walls were gray. Yeah. He looks like a four year old, forty year old virgin. <laughs> you know, it was. 
was he's a notorious doll collector too yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. how much money do you think's worth of that that room alone <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, so I don't much. want anyone to go to his house and rob it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Again, yeah. that is Chris I'm King. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Where do you think he keeps his valuables? I mean, you know, maybe just Google's address and. Uh, okay. I'm sure it is. I'm going to downplay it. A little B&E. It could be your dollhouse. They're all open. That's the, that's what I'll say. They're all open. How much money do you think was there before he opened and ruined all of his figurines? Yeah. That's true. Always keep um, them in the case. Man, I, I'm I would say in the uh, thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, you did it. I thought we were trying to save them. I thought we were trying to save them, and then he, he, he just goes right into it. I was trying to think of a number that would, would, it, a, would answer the question and not get him like murdered. Would it be right. rob worthy? Yeah. Like, oh no, he told me a private billion. <laughs> he told me million. Guys, it's a billion dollars <laughs> worth of man dolls he has in that room. Man dolls. That's my favorite one. So did you, did you collect like anything like like Pokemon back in the day? Like, I had like. Maybe a handful of Pokemon, but um, <laughs> and like some some pogs, but like there we go. I liked American Girl dolls. Oh, okay. I had Sophia, obviously, because she's Hispanic. But oh, okay. Yeah, so I had that. I never, and that was probably like the most expensive doll I ever had. But yeah. I never, yeah. I was more of like you didn't I have was a room the, dedicated. I was just out to on it. the streets, you know. Oh. I was I was being a bad kid at a very young age. Pretty much, yeah. What's a young age and what's bad? <laughs> I mean, the first time I got drunk was when I was like 11. Oh. oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I still had my My Buddy doll at 11, and you're <laughs> you're getting toasted yeah. with your figurines. I also had my Buddy doll, but I was just getting drunk with my Buddy doll. Wow. <laughs> you're not drinking alone. Yeah. We grew wow. up fast. We grew up real fast. We were like all from broken homes, all single moms. They were all like gone all the time. So we're like, oh, what's in the cabinet? You know, I don't know. No one else. Perfect. Great. I'm going to sip my beer no, like an alcoholic I, that I am. No, I, I, I mean, I was behind you by a couple of years, but it's just like, it's yeah. always funny if anyone does anything before you, you're like, oh, that was, you know, it just, yeah. it seems so crazy if it's two years before. When I was 11, <laughs> I was a slow developer across right. the board. So like. Yeah. I was like Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, booze and cigarettes, but still kind of Ninja Turtles in there. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And that's currently. I still like Ninja <laughs> Turtles. <sorry. laughs> I don't have the money to have a doll room, but if I did. Right, 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 right. Uh, the first time I remember getting like drunk, drunk, uh, I had had like a couple beers before and been okay. Yeah. And I was like 13 with my friends and we stole. Did you ever do the thing where you would like take like vodka like my mom would have a party and she would have yes. like a handle of cheap vodka under the sink yes. and we would pour it out and then fill it up with a little bit of h2o because no one will ever notice every single time and then we would drink like half of our coca-cola cans and put the vodka into the coca-cola cans mm. Whoa. yeah yeah <laughs> well my dumb ass <laughs> this is the math <laughs> Yeah. Have you never heard of a mixed drink before? <laughs> <laughs> Just blew Thad's mind over here. Wait, you mix booze and coke together? Right. I'm just thinking of like kids going to school with coke and, and booze. Yeah. I would. It's just occurring yeah. to you right now that yeah. like the the kids in your, your like your classes and stuff yeah. probably. 
Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have Saturday school or like detention? Did we, yeah, well, I went to uh, Ben Davis. I went to Ritter and Ben Davis, uh, big, small school to biggest school. Okay. And Ben Davis was the Ben Davis Giants. So they thought they'd be real cute and call the like the four hour detention a giant detention that you oh, would God. get on Saturdays. Oh, adorable. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, we would have, like, Saturday school. We'd party, like, Friday night and shit because there would always be, like, a football game. And then we'd go to somebody's house and get hammered. And one time we were all, like, waiting in line to get into Saturday school. And my boy goes to, like, grab a notebook out of his backpack. And there was just a fucking half gallon of Burnett's vodka in it. Mm. And we were just quickly like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) What are you doing? He never got caught, but, So you're getting smashed in detention. No, no, no. I think he had, like, brought it to the party the night before oh. and then forgot it was in his oh. backpack mm. and then, like, brought his notes and stuff from school as well and, like, went to grab a notebook and there there was just a disgusting half gallon of Burnett's. Dude. Yeah. I, re- I remember some girls in night school brought some booze in. Like, the, I mean, it was, like, a mixture. It was, like, a big mixed drink, like, in, like, uh, a Speedway cup. Right. And then, but they were, like, you want to hit some of this dike? And I was, like, why not? And I remember, like, just taking a couple sips of the just, you know, it's like, you weren't yeah. drunk, but you were just, like... You definitely had a, bu- a buzz, and you're sitting in class. It's like, for sure, this yeah. was a terrible idea. I got a question for you guys because, like, you guys, I feel like partied harder harder than I did when I was uh, in school. We couldn't tell by that full gasp you gave when I said I put vodka in a coke can. You sinner! So I'm a teacher right now, and I I teach kids that like to like to party, and I'm like I'm trying to figure out like. Well, we're, I'm talking to them, and like they were just sounding like, "Yeah, Mr. McKee, uh, I've definitely dropped acid before I came into school." Were you guys dropping acid before you came to school? Is that is that a thing, or is this like a new thing, or am, am I just behind the times? I think that's got to be a new thing. I think honestly, hats off to Gen Z because they do venture into drugs, like especially the ones that alter your mind. And I respect the fuck out of that. I think maybe that's going to just add to their wokeness a little bit and like have further understanding for themselves and the world around them. So kudos to them for getting high before school. We strictly did LSD on the weekends. We were pansies. We showed up hungover to school. But then there was people that like, took a bunch of pills that made you sleepy and they'd stay awake through them and then they'd be at school like fucked up like drilling on themselves and okay. not being able to walk so you know I remember, there are spectrums I remember we it. had like a half day one day and I was very I was a little confused about when the half day started and so me and my friend dropped a hit of acid thinking we had an hour left and I was like let's take it beginning of this class We'll feel a little twirly towards the end of class, and then we'll be out on break. Yeah. But there was actually two hours. <laughs> so, and then we, so we both took it, and then we both kind of realized towards the end of class, as we start tripping, that we have a whole nother hour. And it's <laughs> just like, oh, this Jesus. is a terrible mistake. Were you guys laughing just nonstop? Yeah. I think we were like in an auditorium, but it was just like we were just staring at each other, just like making, <laughs> making crazy googly eyes. Like, this is. Of course. How fucked up was this? Uh, I wanted to circle back because we were talking about the the stealing the booze. The first time I got drunk, we my math was I've had three beers before, four beers before, and I felt okay. Yeah. So four shots of vodka is probably equal to one beer, right? If you stack them up on top of each other, it's about the same size as a can. (laughs) (laughs) So the first time I got drunk, I did twelve shots of vodka. Did you puke? I. Took twelve shots of vodka, and then I was at what, a, a slumber party at my my friend's house, and I just 
I'll go to bed. And they were like, okay. And I walk out to this bed and I pass out. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and I just remember it was very cold. Okay. And I get up and I go to the bathroom and I turn the light on. And I have this puke sash all the way across, like, my shirt. Hell yeah. And then I look down and I realize that I've peed my entire pants. Oh. Are wet, like down Poor into little baby, like dyke. into my socks, and then I was like, "Oh no!" And then I go and I turn the lights on, and I'm like, it, "This is like the family living room. Their couch is just soaked in piss and urine." And I'm like freaking <sighs> out. His parents are in bed. His parents are in bed asleep in the house, and I go and I like try to wake my friend up, and I was like, "Hey, uh, I made a terrible, a terrible <laughs> accident on terrible your terrible mistake." And on your and, he, and like there was another friend that was sleeping there, and he was like, "Who smells like Ralph?" <laughs> and then my buddy gets up because they were telling me to like they're like, "Fuck off, go back to the bed." You're like, "You're fucking with us." And then he's like, "No, I'm like I'm covered in puke. Like I'm a puke monster right now." Yeah. And so I just remember my friend came and he just dove in and he grabbed a towel and just dove and started scrubbing this couch and he put everything in a bag and he gave it to me and just like shoved me out the house and was just like, "You gotta go." And I went home and I told my French grandmother that I got sick. I was like, Grandma, I got sick at the sleepover. I'm like, and I peed my pants. And then I just went and slept for 12 hours. And then my grandma was just like, oh, he's sick. Uh, my friend's parents, however, the next day were like, uh, what was my, what, what was Dak Michaels drinking last night? Right. Like, yeah, they definitely. Uh, drunk was like, ass. nothing. He was sick. He, he was like. His yeah. dad was like a, a Vietnam vet. And mm. I think something when he came out and he saw me laid out, covered in my own vomit and piss. Yeah. Gave him some sort of war flashback. I don't know <laughs> if I looked like Charlie or something in that situation. Charlie. But Charlie. I, feel like, I feel like he came out and started hearing helicopters in the middle of the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. no. Oh no! Yeah. And he was like, "Don't you lie to me! Don't you try to tell me!" Oh, Memorial Day is coming up. <laughs> Just want to say that right around the corner. Support the troops, guys. Is Support what I'm trying to say. The troops, okay. Mm. That's good, man. What kind of vodka was it? Uh, it was something like the brunettes or dark eyes or. Uh, I drink. Five, I drink five o'clock for my Kamchakta. My first one. Five o'clock. Yeah. What five was the worst? Vodka. I like to call it child booze. What was the worst child booze? Yeah, like I was thinking like a Boone's Farm is a child booze. Uh, Mad Dog 2020 is a child booze. I'm going to go with five o'clock vodka. Five o'clock vodka. The worst. Even just the words coming out of my mouth, I have a little bit of vomit in the back of my throat. So Did Did you ever drink Aftershock? That's a child no, vodka. I don't think so. Aftershock uh, was a cinnamon. It's a cinnamon liqueur. But it has crystals of it has like sugar crystals in the glass, uh-huh. so it looks like it has all these like red sugar crystals, and then it, and then children drink it and they get drunk and they're like, "How do I get the crystals out?" They try to break it, and then it's like, "I don't know what's a crystal, what's a shard of glass?" Right. <laughs> Man, maybe I was just bad at being a child. I don't know. <laughs> Reminds me of like Goldschlager. Yeah, that's oh, what I was just about to say. Yeah. Gold- like we were, we were, we just did our podcast uh, about IDK. It we did I, this is a little shameless plug for <laughs> ID, play that bell, brother. IDK play it. that bell, brother. <laughs> yeah, IDK it, baby. No, <laughs> we just looking for the shame bell. I know, but that's per- that's perfect. Um, so yeah, and we we watched uh, 
not Breaking Bad, Super Bad. We watched mm-hmm. Superbad, and they and they were talking about the Goldschlager, and I remember like even in high school, Goldschlager being like the thing like to get like oh it has gold flakes. So is that considered like a kid booze? Absolutely, child so. child booze. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Anything that like liqueur. A, yeah, yeah, liqueurs. Anything that a group of children are going to communally get drunk off of. Yeah, because I Peach feel like schnapps, schnapps, the yeah. whole schnapps family. Ugh, orange vodka. Yeah, I'm trying to think what was some of the. Uh, I would put like things like hot damn and fireball. Now, fireball For is sure. definitely in it, and that's why people are pissed when you are thirty over thirty and still drinking fireball. Yeah, that's why people get mad because oh, you start. We started drinking this in high school when we were sixteen. Yeah. Grow up, <laughs> grow up, grow up. Sixteen year olds, sixteen yeah. years old anymore. Right, get yourself a real bourbon. Oh my god! Well, real whiskey. We're out of time, guys. I can't believe that hour flew by. Um, where can people find you and follow you on the on the social meds? I am at johanna.madronda. I'm going to spell it. Ready, guys? It's the whole fucking alphabet. J-O-H-A-N-N-A dot as in period M-E-D-R-A-N-D-A. I am on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of the things. And I am always posting all of my dates and I am all over the nation. So come check me out, guys. Thanks. That is. Oh, me? Yeah, sir. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, he just looks at me and shaking his head to the beat. Uh, so, how was I supposed to know I was supposed to go? But, um, yeah, it's Thad McKee on Instagram and Twitter. That's all. Oh, and follow IDK at IDK. Zach Rome. Yeah, definitely uh, check out our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash harder brunch. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, at Dyke Michaels on all social media. And one more time, I want to thank you guys. If you guys came out and supported us today, you're the real ones. Really appreciate it. We're going to be doing some more fun stuff later this summer, later this year. I don't know. Some more fun events I think we're going to do. I don't want to give too much away right now, but bigger and better every time. Mm. So thank you guys for supporting. Thank you guys for supporting us on Patreon. And uh, stick around because we're going to do a Patreon episode right now. And I have a feeling Dad's going to say some more inappropriate shit. Oh, I am. <laughs> I promise. Can you make me one of those sleepy time cocktails? <laughs> oh, gosh. First round on Thad. Uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thank you.